Shalom, family. Praise the Most High, Yah, uh, for you all joining us today. Hallelujah. Praise Yah for His goodness. Praise Yah for His um His love and kindness. Hallelujah. This is this is going to be part two uh, today of the same message we heard last week. You know how how, how really how, how valuable. You know, it's the kingdom, you know, of, of Yah to you. Because a lot of folks say that the kingdom of Yah is valuable to them. You know, until the rubble, uh, what the old folks, until the rubble meets the road. All of a sudden, the value loses. You, you lost value in it. Uh, they, you, know, you, know, you know what I, what I found, found out in life? Things are always become precious to somebody when it's new and when it's different until they start going through something with it. But they don't agree. In which we can't have that kind of mentality. Before we get started, let's pray. Hallelujah. So Almighty Yah, we thank you for your loving kindness again. We thank you for just being awesome and wonderful and good to us. Hallelujah. Thank you for loving on us and being our strength. For your word says that you are the strength of our life. Of whom shall we fear? Nothing. We shouldn't be afraid of nothing. Because you are our strength. And so we love you, Almighty, and we thank you. I praise your Kodesh name. I'm asking you, Almighty Yah, in the name of Yahushua, if you would touch every individual that's listening to this message, whether it be online um, uh, or, or podcast, that you would touch whoever hears this message, bring conviction that you desire for them to, for them to have, bring deliverance, bring salvation, bring thought-provoking change to them. Let your will be done. Let your word go forth. Let your way, let you have your way. Help me to humble myself to crucify my carnal mindset to deny my own self-interest and speak truth and really have boldness and fortitude to be able to stand. I pray that you would change somebody's life, that somebody would wake up to themselves and find out who they are turn to Yahushua for salvation to bring us out back to you. Almighty Yahuwah, you are my father and you are my strength. And I love you. And I'm asking you to be with us. Asking you to anoint us. Let your anointing destroy every yoke. Remove every burden. For it is your anointing, Almighty, that makes a difference. And so I thank you, Father Yah, for being my father. Where I can cry out, Abba. I'm asking you to lead us by your Ruach HaKodesh your Holy Spirit into all truth. Help us be led by you because your word says that those who are led by your Ruach are your sons and I want to be your son. And so I thank you and I magnify you in Yahushua HaMashiach's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. So the Almighty Yahuwah, he, he's our strength and he is. What does it say? He is. Our you say, mm -hmm. <laughs> he is. Um, Praise God. You know why most folk, mo 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 most people, you know, um, just simply don't know. Everybody that you see going contrary to the word of Yah are not just acting out of rebellion. Some of them are, act some of them are moving out of ignorance. You know, I knew I, I I knew when I was a kid, when I was young, you know, um, 
growing up in my house, we wouldn't talk about fornication being wrong. So I tell you from, we had girls that was pregnant in middle school. 13 years old, 14, 15 years old with pregnancies. Ignorance. I got my wife pregnant when she was 15. You know, ignorance. Taught growing up as a kid, you know, young, 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 young person, you know, you want to try to have all the sex you can because you want to get rid of them nature bumps on your face. That's a lot. You know, what one, one, one taught about, you know, puberty and acne may just sometimes be a part of life and you ain't got to have sex to get rid of bumps. The white, the white stuff, you know, they come out of the bumps on your forehead, that's not semen. That's acne. So for somebody to tell you that, it's out of ignorance. So we, we're doing that, not realizing we're not pleasing y'all. That's called fornication. You know, I grew up with people knowing people who had husbands and wives and still had side chicks. That, that's been a thing all my life. And yeah, you know, I might offend people, but I, but I got aunties who had side, who had side hook boyfriends. A lot of times when their husband went to penitentiary, then they had a boyfriend or somebody come over their house. And a man coming to a woman's house at 10 o'clock at night, he ain't come to the house and watch no TV. Especially when y'all in the room with the door closed. You know, but we was we wasn't raised, you know, with that being wrong. You know, I've been married, um, again, you know, and I've said a lot, I've been married 23 years. My mama and my, and my stepdad, who, who I consider my, my father, my dad, you know, uh, been married 24 years. But they've been together for 43 or 42. So I wasn't raised, you know, with the mentality that living with somebody you're not married to is called shacking up or, or, or fornication. It was a norm to me. So when I came out of sin and had to begin to learn the way of Yah, things were different. Didn't have an understanding. My uncle was talking to me. I was talking to my uncle a couple weeks ago. And he was telling me, he said, you know, when Adam and Eve, you know, um, when, when the Most High told them you should, they, should, they should surely die, did they know what death was? Nobody never died before. Did, 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 did they know what sin was? They never sinned. But when they did see they had to learn. And you know, and since then, I guess man has been on a pathway trying to get back to the most high. When I came out of sin, I had no idea about, you know, uh loving my 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 neighbor. Didn't know how to love my enemy. You know, I grew up, I, I you know, um I'm deliberate now, but I was gang banging growing up. You know, we were throwing up gang signs. You know, I had real friends that got killed, murdered from gang banging, for real. And I had real friends that killed people, family members too that killed people, from gang banging, robbing folks. That was the norm in my life, selling drugs. 
you know, getting drunk, you know, young, getting high, young. So when I came into this walk, or when I received salvation, I had to relearn. And so as my walk in the Most High Yah, you know, the kingdom of heaven wasn't a value to me. I didn't understand it. But now, you know, that I am in truth, it's a value to me. And, and, and so now I'm learning in my life how to walk by faith and not by sight. And to walk by faith, you can't walk, you can't, let, 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 let me say this for y'all who are listening. You can't walk by common sense and faith. Right. I don't know who made that, that, that faith robbing phrase up right there. He gave you common sense. He gave you five senses. He also gave to every man a measure of faith. Yeah. And faith supersedes your common sense. Faith is believing Yah when things seem to be in a perspective, in a, in a, in a place of impossibilities. When you can't see your way. Common sense. Look here, when you, when you, when you, when you, when you don't have no money, Common sense will tell you to go knock on somebody's door and ask to borrow. Common sense will tell you to go borrow money. Faith will tell you to pray. Because faith will put you into remembrance that my Yah will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. So you ain't got to always go borrow from man. You can pray to the Most High Yah. Because guess what? A lot of times if you need money, why go borrow money when you already in need? That means you're going to have to go pay that money back with money you don't have. So all you do is put yourself in a, in a deeper hole with common sense. Mm. But when you have faith in the Most High Yah, ain't no hole to fall in. Yeah. Jude 24 says, Now unto him that is, able to keep you that is able to keep you from falling. And he'll present you faultless for himself. Mm. It's an amazing name. So praise Yah. So my question today is, what kind of faith do you all have? How valuable is the kingdom of Yah to you? What are you willing to walk away from or willing to give up? And when I say walk away, I mean walk away without bragging. We don't need you bragging about you gave a house to somebody. Okay, and? We don't need you bragging about you gave a car to somebody or, or, or leaving your job. We don't need you bragging on none you do. Because when you have faith, it also produces humility. Ain't no bragging on it. You realize you're doing something that y'all call you to do. If you got to brag on it, then that means you did it in your own strength. So then your bragging rights, that's your reward. Anyway, praise y'all. So our first scripture we're going to read, we're going to read Matthew 13. Beginning at verse 44 uh, through verse 46. So I have my reader today. He's going to read with some zeal with a loud voice. Uh, Matthew 13, uh, 44 through 46, please. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth, and selleth all that he has, and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, 
who, when he had found one pearl of great price, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again. So Yahushua was telling them, he said again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in the field. So it's like, 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 unto, like, like unto a treasure that's hid in a field. A treasure. What's this word treasure mean in the Greek? Thesaurus. A deposit. Wealth. Treasure. So the kingdom of heaven is, 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 is a treasure. Some, 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 a, a wealthy place. You, you, you know what? I hear all kinds of folks you know, with, 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 with the false doctrine of the prosperity doctrine. That's a false doctrine. I tell you, telling you that you're going to your next wealthy place. So people think that when they get money, when they get houses and they're balling, that they are actually in the kingdom of heaven. Mm. If that's the case, then Bill Gates is going to see it right next to y'all. Him and Warren Buffett and whoever else got all the money, they're going to see it right next to y'all. Why? Because they got all the money. And, and you know, But no. It has nothing to do with a material thing. Messiah said out of his own mouth, he said the kingdom of heaven is not meat nor drink. But what is it? It's joy, shalom, righteousness, and the ruach. So it's not a material thing. So the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure, something of value, something of wealth that you have to seek for. You got to find Yahushua says this. He said, you ask, and it shall be given, but you seek, you shall find. You knock, and the door is open to you, but you got to ask. But the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that's hid in a field. That when a man has found, he hideth. So he, 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 he's, he's in this place trying to find something. He's looking for something of value. He's looking all over. And when he finds it, he takes it and he hides it. He hides it so that no one else can come take it from him. The kingdom of heaven is something that you have to possess and grab hold of and not let go once you find it. And once you come in contact with it. And it should bring a joy so hard heavy upon your life, that you're willing to give everything up for this kingdom. My question is, what are you willing to give up? How valuable is it to you? Because in this kingdom, when you come into this kingdom, things of the world will have to drop off of you. You can't come into this kingdom with the old mindset with the same way you thought before you came into and we can no longer continue to have an excuse to say, you know what, I ain't there yet. We don't kind of want to beat somebody up. Mm -hmm. We don't kind of want to cuss folks out. Well, I ain't there yet. Well, you need to get there. Because most high making no excuses. You know, just like, you know, we have people, and, 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 and even, even women, I can get, I can get women to, to, to sound me on this, that there's no excuse, ever an excuse for a man to put his hands on a woman. You know, to hurt her. You know, uh, well, you know, a woman can provoke a man. Not really. She can only provoke you if you allow her to provoke you. When the scriptures are talking about telling the fathers 
don't provoke their children to wrath. You know what? A father is mature, is much much mature, mature than his child, so it's easier to provoke an immature person than it is to a mature person. And if you want so-called say you're mature, but you're still easily offended about things and can't let things go, then you are not mature and maybe you are not there yet. So then sit down and learn something so then when you come and find this, 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 uh, this treasure, you'll be willing to hold on to it and not give up, not give in, not let it go because somebody else is trying to find a treasure or in your field too. <laughs> so now it's a, it's in the kingdom of heaven. It's like it's it's it's, it's like to a treasure. It's, it's, it's a treasure that's here that you have to seek for. And sometimes you gotta drop things off of you in order to find it. You know, I remember looking at this story one time of a guy who was trying to go climb. He was trying to learn how to climb. You know, a mountain. And he had a teacher trying to teach him, hey, what to do. So when this guy can't, when 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 this guy comes. He got his backpack on. He got all kind of heavy stuff in there. He got all kind of stuff. He got big stuff in his backpack that he think he needs to climb this mountain. And when the teacher takes look, look at him, he tells him, you, you're not going to be able to climb that mountain with all that on your back. You got you, you ain't going to be able to make, make, make this walk with that. The man didn't want to listen. He like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go my way. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to climb the mountain. I'm going to make the walk. And as the man begins to walk, he goes by his way. All of a sudden, the teacher and the rest of the students, that they're walking. And as they walk, they see stuff laying on the ground. They see, they, they see tools or certain things. Because the man that, 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 that was telling, you know, um, he can't carry all that stuff. He was dropping stuff off of him. Why? Because he couldn't, because in this kingdom, you, when you're going higher, you can't take loads with you as you go higher. You got to get things off of your life and you got to learn how to hear. The teacher is telling you what you need to drop off instead of you trying to take matters into your own hands. Because what's going to happen is you're going to get beside yourself. You're going to begin to start seeing things. And as, and as, as they walk, your teacher walk, and the other students, they're going to see what you dropped off. And, and, and you know what's so sad? It's the very same things that you drop off may become precious to you. And you don't have them anymore because you didn't listen. See, the kingdom of heaven has got to be a place where you find it. You got to listen. So you won't miss the mark. And again, uh, verse 45 says, And the kingdom of heaven is like to a merchant man, a some, some, someone who's seeking, a tradesman. A merchant man seeking goodly pearls. Someone who goes around seeking things of value. A merchant man seeking goodly pearls. Who, when he has found one pearl of a great price, when he sold all that he had and bought it. You know, all that he had, maybe right here, maybe physical possessions, but now what is all that you have that you may not want to give up for this kingdom? Because in this kingdom, you got to be willing to give everything up for this kingdom. Mama, you know, daddy, you know, brothers and sisters, you know, spouse, house, mouse and car. You got to be willing to drop off everything that's trying to put itself of more valuable than this kingdom. Because in this kingdom, ain't nothing more valuable than it. 
At one point in time, I, I used to really couldn't say that. And when I, when I, and, and when I used to say it, I would say it with a lie. Yeah, because I wasn't really ready to give up. I remember one time, I was so much in love with my wife when she was my girlfriend. I love her. Look here, thought about her all the time. Couldn't sleep. She was all on my mind. I put her so much above the most high that I fornicated with her. I put her so much above y'all, I stopped praying. When I woke up in the morning time, get up, I wanted to go see Karen. I couldn't even work because I wondered what Karen was doing. And I had a man come to me one day. He asked me, he said, you know, you can't put her above, above the most high. You know, what if y'all, what, 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 if, what if he tell you to leave her alone? Would you do it? Now, I already knew I was going to say no. I was going to un this person. I was going to say no. I won't gonna so, so I tried to use, I guess, clever words. And I said, well, he, he, yeah, he God. And when I said then, he know how to take up even I want, don't want to give up. The man said, well, so be it. That's, what, that's how it's going to be. One day she went to, we went to worship. She came home from her place. I came from, from my place. And she broke up with me. She broke up with me because we was a distraction to one another. And in this kingdom, if you are seeking for something good, you don't need distractions. The scripture says that we need to lay, lay aside every impediment or every weight that does so easily beset us, knock us off course. We got to run this race with patience. Yes. You know, every way in the senior. So how valuable is the kingdom of y'all to you? Read, I want you to go to uh, Matthew 19. And I want you to read, verse, start at verse 16 and read through verse uh, 22. <clears throat> and behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have that I may have eternal life? Okay, now look here. It said, it, it, it said, now behold, one came unto him and said, Good master. Came unto him talking good to him, good intentions, humbling himself. But we can see, you know, through hindsight, it was it, it was actually a false humility. But he, good master. Good master, what good thing shall I do? What 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 what, what good thing shall I do? To inherit eternal life. What did he tell him? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is Yah. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. So he said, Now look, why calling me good? First thing Messiah had to do was put him in his place, put him in the right perspective. To say, you know, the Father is good. So in, in, in this kingdom, when you come to Yah, when you come to Yahushua to, to, to obtain this kingdom, you got to get your perspective right. Hallelujah. Get your mindset in the right place. You got to re realize who's who and what's what. What's the value and what's important. Come on, tell the truth. And you got to come talking right. You can't go to the Messiah in false humility thinking he don't discern you. Mm. Because he do. So he said, well, why, why calls me good? It ain't nobody good with the Father. First thing, in order for you, see, the, 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 patterns, the patterns of Yah 
do not change. He's always first. Let me show you that so you can understand what I'm talking about. Yahusha would never go out. If Yahusha, if Yahusha would have ever put himself, if Yahusha would have ever put himself above the most high, he would have sinned. And then therefore disqualified himself for being the Messiah. He would never put himself above the most high. In Philippians 2, when it says he was in the form of Elohim, not the form of Yah. Elohim and Yahuwah are not the same word, and they don't mean the same thing. Yahuwah, the Hebrew letters are you, a hey, a vav, and a hey. Yahuwah. Elohim, the word is an aleph, a lamet, a hey, a yod, and a mean. Don't mean the same thing. The word Elohim uh, means magistrates. Sometimes it can mean angels. Sometimes it can mean a, a person like myself. He, he called us mighty one because the word Elohim means mighty ones. That's all it means. Yahuwah, Yahusha is a mighty one. He's in the form of a mighty one. He is the son of the Most High, Yahuwah. He did die for the sins of Israel first. And equal to, 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 the, to, to, to the Greek or those who believe. He did resurrect three days and three nights. He did redeem us and reconcile us back to Yah. He is our Passover lamb, but he is not Yah. He always submits himself to his father. He never puts himself on that level. He always shows humility. If he didn't, he wouldn't have to pray to him in the garden. He wouldn't have to bless no food. He wouldn't have to ever acknowledge y'all. Because he, he, would, he would be just as great as he was. His lifestyle showed his humility. His lifestyle showed his humility. He followed Torah. So when a young man come to him and call you who's a good master, you should put his mind back in perspective of the Torah. Exodus 20 verse 2 says, I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. I am Yahuwah, your mighty one, which have brought you out of the land of Misraim, out of the house of bondage. So the first thing you want to acknowledge when you first when you first want to come to this kingdom, it's the Father. So he tells him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one. That is Yahuwah. But if you would enter into life, keep the commandments. You want to live, you want to have life, you want you, you, you keep the commandments. Verse 18, read. He saith unto him, which Yahushua said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So then all of a sudden, 
He said, you want, you, want, you want to enter life, keep the commandments. He said to him, which? What, what commandments you want me to teach? Which commandments then? He said, man, you know, don't murder. Because the first thing he already put in place was knowing who Yah is. That's the first fold. Everything surrounds it. Now he is here with the man. Don't kill nobody. Don't cheat on your wife. Don't cheat on your husband. Don't step out. Ain't no side pieces in the kingdom of Yah. Don't steal. Don't take from somebody. And don't be lying on people. Thou shalt not bear false witness. He said, he said you, need, you need to honor your father and your mother. And then you need to love your neighbor as yourself. Man, young man, tell, I got verse 20. Young man come to him and said, the young man said to him, all these things have I kept from my youth. What lack I yet? Now, you know what that reminds me of? Luke 18. When Yahushua gave the parable to the people who try to put themselves above others. And he used the example of the, the Pharisee and the publican or the tax collector in some versions. And how the Pharisee was saying, you know, Elohim, mighty ones, you know, I think you're not like most men. He said, you know, I don't commit adultery. I fast twice on the Shabbat. You know, I'm not an extortioner. And I'm not like this, this, this man over here. Boasting. But we saw the outcome of that parable, didn't we? Because the, the publican who couldn't even raise his hand, that's Luke 18. He just hit step on the chest and said, Yahuwah. He talked to the father. The publican talked to the father. Yahuwah, have mercy upon me. A sinner. He said, who went back down to the house justified? The latter. Your man said, well, you know what? Your man said, man, I want to say all these things. Man, look at how I came from my youth. What like I yet? So Yahushua said, verse 21, read, read loud with a zeal. Yahushua said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that, 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 that you have, and give to the poor, and you shall have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Mm. So he said, Yahushua said to him, If you want to be whole, if you want to be tau mean, Go sell all you have then. Go sell all that you have and give to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in, the, in heaven and come follow me. Scripture said a young man walked away uh, uh, grieved. He was sorrowful for he had great possessions. You know what's amazing? Is that we're all like that. What's amazing is, we're all like that. We love him. We talk about how obedient we've been. How we've been seeking the kingdom. How we've been crying out, trying to you know, get in his will. Until the very, the very thing that's dear, near and dear to our heart would challenge to give up. 
And we were willing at times to forsake Yah, mm. to walk away from him because of a, of, of a possession mm. that really we can get back. We have our mind in the wrong place when it comes to our treasures. Some folks treasure sex. Some folks treasure is drugs and alcohol. Some is money. Some is family mm. approval. Some is food. Mm. When are you willing to give up to obey Yah? The young man could not give all that he had to give up. He couldn't go sell all he had because he had great possessions, not realizing the one who gave him the possession, the one who gave him the... Look at this. This young man that came mm. ah, to Yahushua, he didn't keep Torah. He didn't have the right mindset. Because if he did, he understand, he would have understood it's Yahuwah that's giving you the power to get wealth. It's Yahuwah that gives you the ability to get wealth. So if you knew it was Yah that gave you the power to get it, why can't you give it up? See, he had religion, like many of us do. You know, it's a lot of people who are Muslim, who are Hindu, who don't even believe in Yah, who are atheists, who even do not even know they're Israel yet, who don't cheat on their wife or their husband, who won't kill nobody. A whole lot of folks will do that. A lot of folks who don't even know y'all or their father and their mother. One thing I can say about my family that I've seen and my wife's family that I've seen, when it comes to their family members being sick, taking care of each other, I've seen them be there. I see my wife sitting around the clock when it came to her grandmother. I see my mama them around the clock when it came to my grandmother and to their sisters. I seen them give things up that they had a great value for someone else and haven't got it back yet. So it's people who don't even know y'all who don't do these things. It's people who don't even know y'all. They can love their neighbor as they self. They'll turn out a cheek and they never read the scripture. So, you have a religious mindset on me in the hill of beans. Go give everything you got up. Go give the most precious thing up that you have to follow y'all. When I came into this walk, I understood the risk. You know, all our friends we had nine years ago, 10, 11 years ago, we don't have them anymore. They don't call us anymore. We had COVID-19, my phone didn't ring <laughs> from the old friends. When we told them we weren't eating in the pork anymore, we, 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 we gonna start eating clean, they laughed at us. When we told them don't, 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 don't even put our fish in the same grease your fish in. Because you ain't catfish, we ain't perch and grouper. Cod or whatever. Clean fish. You ain't catfishing and shrimp. We can't put us in the same in the same grease. They laughed at us and said we was being funny. Made fun of us and talked behind our back. Now let me tell you why I say that. Cause I seen people with other folks in their family who they valued, who was all they had. I seen them when them people who was all they had left to them, 
I seen them compromise and eat because they didn't want all they had to leave. I seen the very I seen the very one, and I hope you're looking, who bragged on bringing me into the Torah. Tell me how he taught me my things. Compromise. He still don't own the Shabbat. He still eat unclean food. He still do holidays. How you in the truth? To be in this truth, to seek this kingdom, it takes you giving stuff up. It takes you being able to say no to you. That's the hardest thing to do for a man, I think is to say no to themselves. Messiah says, if a man want to follow after me, he got to first say no to him. Pick up his execution stake and follow me. How many people do you know want to be killed off? Hmm. You know, for a fat man, it's hard to walk. I can talk because I was once a real fat man. Clutched around over 400. I used to be on a CPAP machine. My son, my youngest son, would take me to the gym. And, and, and he one time he told me to lay on my back and do six inches. I tried to pull my authority. I'm your daddy, boy. You don't tell me how to do it. You know why? Because my legs were hit. I was fat. I was already tired. He wanted me to walk around and, and I'm itching. So I pulled my authority to get on to him to make him leave me alone. Because he ain't going to disrespect him, his daddy. Mm -hmm. I was completely wrong. Yes, tell the truth. Wanted to lose weight, but did not want to do what it took to lose the weight. Didn't want to cut the calories. Lady showed, told me when I went to go, when I started losing my weight, she told me you was probably eating about four, five to 6,000 calories a day. Mercy. I said, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> That's a lot of calories. Fat. You know, try. Let me, let, let, let me explain something to you all. You cannot break curses in your family doing what your family did in the past. Yes, yes. No, if you want to break curses in your family, you got to do different. Most of us want to break curses until it's time to break curses. We want to talk about it. Brother, if you know your daddy was a hoe, why are you still being a hoe? Be the hoe no more. <laughs> if you know your daddy had a problem with his eyes, he was reckless eyeballing people, you need to stop reckless eyeballing folks. Look at all kinds of women's booties, but you don't want to be no fornicator. The Messiah said if you listen to your heart, you've already committed the adultery. Women, women too. See, a hoe is a hoe regardless of the gender. Male and female, the most high is no respect to persons. You ain't going to find the scripture where it just said women are hoes only. <laughs> That's not the truth. A man can be too if he loose as a goose. So you know what? If you, if, if you want to break the curses, then go see that you all that you have. And buy that field. Go get those things up as a value to you and possess that field. And guess what? This has to be done by faith. 
It ain't done based on the outer circumstances because, because everything that you see, everything you hear and you feel is going to be speaking against you obeying Yah. <laughs> Go to Romans 4th chapter. See, everything you do. Come on now. In the natural, it's going to go against y'all. You're going to have to be able to just simply just obey y'all, period. Mm -hmm. Because let me tell you something. You, 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 you see, um, uh, the, the, the heading on this thing says, the promise is realized through faith. Well, let me express it to you. The, that's true. You cannot obtain the promise. You cannot obtain this kingdom if you don't have faith. Verse 13 says this, for the promise that, for the promise that he should be heir of the world was not for Abraham or to his seed through the Torah, but through righteousness of faith. That Abraham had to believe, believe Yah's word by faith. And that means he had to be willing to give up everything. Walk from everything that he knew to obtain his covenant promise. Hallelujah. The man with his father's house. Hallelujah. Now, yeah, Nimrod never threw him to the fire. But when you look at Jubilees 12, his mind wasn't convinced on just leaving. He didn't know what to do. He was betwixt. So he prayed to the Most High Yah. Most High responded and said, come from your father's house and go to a place I'm going to show you. Tell him how he's going to, you know, make him a father of many nations. Now, let, 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 let me express them to you. When you read Genesis 11, it had already stated that Sarah was barren. Before y'all made the covenant with him, before he came out from his father's house, she was barren. So I'm going to tell you, in order for you to have the barren things to give life, you got to leave in the place that, that you're familiar with all your life. Sarah could not have had children by Abraham with Abraham still being in the same place. You can't produce fruit instead of putting your seed and throwing the ground. Mm -hmm. You can't produce fruit putting your seed in, 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 in rocky ground. If you want to have some good fruit to produce, it got to go in the good ground. That means you got to be worked over. And that means you got to be willing to give everything up. Do everything different in order to obtain this covenant, this, co this covenant and this promise. Abraham being an heir of the world, it was, it, 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 was, it, was, it was not to Abraham or to, or, 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 or to his seed through the, through the Torah, but through the righteousness of faith. Look, look, verse 14 says right here. For if they which are of the Torah be asked, then faith is made void. <laughs> and the promise made of none effect. So let me express it to you. This is not saying the Torah is, is, is done away with. No. It's saying in order for you to obtain a Torah, you got to have faith first. Oh, you got to have faith first. Yes. Faith comes for the Torah. Because you got to believe what you read. If you had a Torah and you had no faith, you still in laws. Because you're not going to obey Yah's word. Mm. But if you have faith, then you'll be willing to give up everything. Why? Because you know that he knows what's best for you. 
And you got to be able to understand that. Hallelujah. Uh, verse 15 says this, because the law worketh wrath. For when there's no law, there's no transgression. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed. Mm -hmm. Not to that only which is of Torah, but guess what? But to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, the father of us all. You know, how many people do you know will go sell everything they got because they found one pearl of a great price? Mm. How many people do you know We'll be out here in the field looking, see the treasure that's hidden. Go get it, hide it again, and go sell all he have. How many folks do you know? Oh, oh wait, 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 wait a minute. You, are you even willing to give everything up to follow y'all? Because I promise you, that's what it's going to take. You know, I remember one time when we first started passing the assembly, and I had a man call me one time because, uh, we, we, we needed somebody to connect with if we wanted to grow. We needed somebody to help us if we wanted to learn and fellowship. Man called me and told me. He said, and I, and I liked the man. I, I had met him years before then. Minister at, 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 at his assembly before. Well, yeah, he did that trip. We, we, we got in the assembly. We got the temple. We, yeah. <laughs> and uh, man, you know, thought we had favor. They got a hold of us, and they, they wanted to, you know, be with us, and they wanted, we wanted to go places, and they thought we was intelligent, and we knew the word, you know, all this, the church talk, you know, anointing, and all that stuff. They, they say all that stuff. We were the youngest couple. And then all of a sudden, you know, one day he called me on the phone. He said, you got to make a decision. You want to either worship on Saturday, the Sabbath, or Sunday? And I heard what he said. And I said, well, you know, we're going to go ahead and, you know, honor the Sabbath. That's what we believe the Most High is leading us to do. I haven't heard from that man since that day. It's been like seven, eight years ago, probably. He told me the Most High called him to the first day. <laughs> and he couldn't help me. This is a man that I admired. I liked a lot. I thought he was wise. We didn't want to be around him. But guess what? He walked away. Mm. So even people who you admire will walk away from you. Are you going to stop and compromise or are you going to still be willing to sell all you have? Right. Are you going to stop and compromise or are you going to still be willing to want to possess this field? Verse 17 says this right here. So as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations before him whom we be he believed, even Yah, who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. Let's get off into the, let's, 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 let's get off into the meat of it. Because see, in this kingdom, you got to be able to stand when you surrender all opposition. And I promise you, it's going to come a time in your life, in this walk, that it may seem to be hopeless. All odds, all odds 
are stacked against you. All hell has broken loose in your life. All the bottom has fallen out. And when all these things that has happened, has happened, my question to you all is, are you going to still have faith and still be willing to give up all in order to obtain the promise or to obtain this kingdom? Because how much does y'all have value to you? I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm convinced that those who walk away from y'all when it's time to get things up don't know y'all. That's myself included. We can say all day long how he love us. We can even sing the song, I, I love the Lord. He heard my cry. You know that song? I will trust. Or even, I ain't gonna let nobody turn me around. We say all them songs. But we just, but they're just songs. Because when it comes down to it, are you gonna stand? Scripture says right here by Abraham, it says that that that, that, that uh, verse 18 says, says who against hope he believes in hope. What did he believe in? That he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. Now you got to remember now, in Genesis 15, when the word of Yahuwah came to Abraham and told him to fear not, he said, I'm your exceeding reward. He brought back the mission of the son he said you're going to have. 85 years old when he told him that. He heard the word. Are we going to be like Abraham? Because I'm going to tell you something. At that time in his faith, he was immature. Oh, I said it. Yeah, you know why? Because instead of him acknowledging, understanding, and getting grip, he went and slept with Hagar. He caused all kind of turmoil to happen. The scripture said that Sarah, she browbeat Hagar. That means she grabbed about they got, to, they got to fight. And Sarah took off running. I mean, excuse me. Hagar took off running. Tell him Malak found her. So my question to you is, are you going to forfeit, drop the ball, act immaturely, and cause trouble because of a lack of faith or immaturity? Or are you going to stand still and see? Stand still and listen. What are you going to do? Because Abraham, who against hope still believes in hope, he was keeping what he had been told. Mm-hmm. When you go to verse chapter 17 of Genesis, they were the most high y'all gave him the real, 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 real. Because now he had gotten to the point that, that, that he, he couldn't do it on his own. Probably the young man, the young man that walked away grieved, probably saw his own abilities of how he made money. How he was rich and he had great possessions. Like many of us, we talk about so much of what we worked and where we came from and how we held ourselves up by our own bootstraps and how we came out the, got out the mud. Now, you don't need these phrases, but you know what? But guess what? All that stuff you got out the mud, all that stuff you obtained by putting yourself up by your own bootstraps, are you willing to give all that stuff up and follow the Messiah? Because you know what's, what's amazing is? The young man went to Yahushua. And I guarantee you, he went to Yahushua like many of us do. Because of the, because of the fish and the loaves. Let's just go to it then. <laughs> we'll come to Romans 4 in a minute. Let's go to John. Six. Go all the way down to the bottom.
Look at this, Yahushua, uh, verse 28. See, many of us are cut up like this. Yahushua then did a miracle. He done fed, you know, people, over 5,000. 5,000 men, they didn't even count women and children. With two fish and five loaves of bread. They had got ready to uh, make him a king. And what he did was take off running. He hid himself because he didn't come down here for different, to, do, to do that. He came to do the will of his father. So they come to him, back to him. And verse 28, they said to him, what shall we do that we might work the works of Elohim? They want to do, they, they, they want to lay hands on the sick. See, and, 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 and that's our focal point. Everybody want to lay hands on the sick. Everybody want to see miracles. Everybody want to see the, uh, the leg grow, but nobody wants to have faith. You want to see the miracles. But Sai said to them, verse 29, Yahushua Esther said to them, this is the work of Elohim. As you believe on him whom he has sent. You want to, you, you want to see the works of, of, of Elohim? Believe on me. Because you, you know why? Because raising the dead was a life thing to him. He speak me and live. Mm -hmm. He speak me and die. Open the blind eye was a life thing to him. Messiah is the, only, and, and the first man to ever hear the man, uh, uh, I mean, uh, raise the man from the dead. They threw in 2 Kings 13. 2 Kings 13, they threw a, a, a dead body in Elijah's grave, Elisha's grave, and a man came to life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> huh? The prophet lay on the widow's son. He lived. So, so, so Yahushua ain't doing nothing new. They ain't never been done in Israel. But you know, people, things that happen. The most high already provides for folks to fall. The, the, the widow is there in fact, the oil. He's been providing food for people. It wasn't nothing new. You know what was new? Reconciling mankind back to Yah. Giving his life for you. Have faith in him, who he is. He is our Passover land. See, see, so in order to obtain this kingdom, you gotta give all your old beliefs up, all that old foolish thinking up, all the old talks up, and you gotta get, get past trying to see the miracle. And you gotta believe on him whom he sent. That's the work of Yah. Verse 30 says this: They said therefore to him, What sign showest thou then? Wow, that we may see and believe you. What doest thou work? Now, you know what? You, they, 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 do, you, do you all see all that flesh that just came up? <laughs> well, he just not did a miracle in front of y'all from the last lunch. Two fish, five loaves. The miracle was so astonishing, y'all finna get ready to grab him and make him a king. It was so amazing to you, you came to him and asked him, how can we do what you did? But the moment he tells you to believe on him, also you ask him, well, then show us what you do, what you did then. Whoa! Wow! Oh, oh, now the new word, really? Really? Huh? So now, verse 31 says this Our fathers did eat man who, or man, the word man in Hebrew is the word man who. It means what is it? I'm going to tell you what it was. It was the Messiah y'all fed him with. And he told him in, in, in Deuteronomy 8, he said, You shall not live on bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yah. Do you know who the word of Yah is? It's Yahushua. That's your only source of life. 
Not the word, not, not the bread you eat. Not your own ability to make things. But him. If you don't have faith in him, then you're not willing to give up everything for him. That means you got to come to the truth. That means you got to leave Sunday worship. You got to stop celebrating Easter, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. You got to stop eating unclean foods. You got to honor the feast days of Yah. You got to come out of man-made traditions. And you got to begin to live a codex of set apart life. If you wouldn't do that, Hallelujah. then you ain't ready yet. <laughs> now look here. Uh, verse 31 says this. Our father did eat men in the desert. As it is written, he gave us, he gave them bread from the heaven to eat. Now they quote scripture. <laughs> and he says in 32, then who said to them, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I said unto you, Moshe gave you not that bread from the heaven. Mm. But my father gave giving you the true bread from the heaven. Y'all thought Moses gave y'all the bread. Moses didn't do nothing. Moses can't make, make bread far from the Shemayim. My father gave you that bread. But the problem is, your mind is distorted because you're looking at things from an out of perspective and not really trying to see Yah for what he really is. That's how many of us are. That's how many of us are. We act that way. But he says this right here. He says, um, he says, for the bread of Elohim is he which cometh down from the heaven and give life unto the world. They didn't believe him. He began to talk to him about his blood. And, 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 and uh, his, his skin. But he was talking to them in the spirit. And when he got finished talking to him, guess what he asked him? Does this offend you? No, sir. And he tells them the flesh profits nothing. Mm. Spirit give life. Many of us can't even really accept the word of Yah because we're in the flesh. And we're hearing it wrong. So when it comes down to being obedient, when it comes down to being in truth, we say stupid phrases like, it don't take all that. Or we say stuff like, the most high, you know, or excuse me, in religion, God know my heart. Yeah, we say that. Well, let me read something to you then. First of all, I'm, 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 I'm going to start with verse 5. Just to let you know that if you believe in that, what you just said, him on your heart, that, that your, your trust is in the man. And you under a curse. Jeremiah 17, 5 says this. Therefore says uh, Yahuwah, curse be the man that trusts in the man. And make flesh or, 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 or his arm or a man's power, his strength, whose heart departed from Yah. So if you make your decision based on what somebody said to you, make your decision based on what somebody said to you, make your decision based on our appearances, you in the flesh, and your heart can be with Yah. Because what Yah say and what man say is going to always contradict. Because man is rebellious. And only if that man can make it, he got to say Yah's words and not his own. And if somebody come tell you some country to Yah's words, run from them. For he shall be like a heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land, and not inhabit. Why? Because your, your, your faith is in the wrong place. Your trust, your faith is in the wrong place. So now you live under a curse. 
Your trust is in your own abilities. Your trust is in your pastor. Your trust is in what somebody told you. Your trust is in Big Mama them. Let me tell you something. You can't enter into this race on Big Mama's faith. My faith can't help my children. My children got to have their faith. Or we, the most high is given to every man a measure of faith. And we got to have faith not like Carrie. We got to have faith like Abraham. We got to believe even when it seems like all else is lost, when it seems like everything is dead, we got to be willing to still give up everything for this field. Even if it's a field full of grass, full of rocks, it, it, it still got something on the inside of it. So you can't always look at it from outer appearance. It looks ugly. Well, but it's a good field. It looks ugly, but it got all kinds of value to it. You can't go on the outer appearance like y'all told David. I mean, excuse me, Samuel, when he was going to anoint David as king. Mm -hmm. Just to hear them tall boys. Mm -hmm. All of them look regal. Let me serve notice to you all. The most high don't come for you looking regal. Saul looked regal. He was a terrible king. Mm -hmm. He stood out above all the other folks. He prophesied uh, in the company of the prophets. But David was a real prophet. David was a little short, ruddy boy. But he was a man after Yah's own heart. And Yah tells Samuel, don't look on the outer appearance. For men look on the outer appearance. But I know the heart. So what you do on the outer show don't mean a thing. Listen to the folks that don't mean nothing. Look at that stuff from the outer perspective don't mean a thing. You got to live this walk and walk this walk by faith. When it looks ugly, when it don't feel good, when it, when it, when it looks bad, you got to walk this walk by faith. And I'm sorry to keep bringing this up, but I am. The vaccine talk. People calling us and talking about get the vaccine and, you know, some folks getting it because rich white folks getting it. That's what they say at their own mouth. So the rich, what? Man, you crazy, ain't you? No. So, you know, if you got a whole crowd of folks running on a broad road, and they running speed, and ahead of them are beautiful trees and a beautiful sun in the background. But if they don't see that big old gap of no land right there. And they're running, and as they run to the edge, not looking down, they all fall over. You mean to tell me you're going to get in the crowd? Because the crowd running? The crowd going that way? You going that way too? That's the wrong way to go. People say broad is the way that leads to destruction. Narrow is the way that leads to life. It's good to have faith in y'all. We don't want to die. I don't want to die either. But one thing I do know is I can't control Dying or living. I had nothing to do with my mom and my daddy getting together and being born. They told me I was born September 30th, 1974. I was told that, so I believe that's my birthday. But I don't know. I don't remember coming out of the womb. I don't remember the doctor slapping me on my butt. I don't even remember them telling me my name. Had nothing to do with it. If man can control how he's born, man can control how he dies. You got folk with the vaccine and folks without the vaccine. Both died from COVID. I had a customer of mine told me the other day, her friend, someone she know personally, close, got the vaccine and died from COVID-19. Ain't that something? So whether you got the vaccine or not, you still got to live by faith. It's not in the vaccine.
Mm. It's in Yah. How can you have Yah but you scared? How can you have Yah but you walk in fear? You can't have Yah. You got man-made good old time religion. You over here slapping your knees saying, certainly, Lord, but you don't mean nothing you saying, because as soon as you get finished taking, certainly, you're going to be whoremonging, dogging your wife out, not learning how to speak to your husband, doing things that you're not going under the Sabbath, saying, certainly. I hear some of these people in these churches tell me when they go to heaven, how it ain't going to be Sunday, and sweet Sabbath will have no end. I'm going to let you know you're sadly mistaken. That's hell. Because heaven ain't Sunday. is not the Sabbath. <laughs> Today is. So if you can't honor the Sabbath, you're in trouble. Y'all know my heart. Mm. Verse 7 says this. Blessed is the man that trusted in Yahuwah. And whose hope Yahuwah is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters that spread of her roots by the river and shall not see when the heat cometh, but her leaves shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Why? Because your trust is in Yah. That means you're not looking at it on an outer perspective of it. You're looking at it from the Ruach. You're looking at it on his word. You believe him in spite of. So you know what he's going to tell you to do? He's going to bless you. He's going to grow you. You ain't got to try to take little sips and ease up on it. Keep living in the abundant life he's giving you because you ain't going to even know when the heat going to come. Because he'll protect you. Your leaves don't turn brown because you, you, you continue to plant it by water. But that's being able to give all things up to follow him. Well, he know my heart, though. Well, the Bible says in verse 9, he says the heart is deceitful above all. So he know you got a deceitful heart. He know you wicked. So quit making these excuses up of why you want to live in sin and can't be obedient because he know your heart. Yeah, you wicked. And he know that. Because why would you make an excuse of the sin against y'all and say he know my heart? Because you want to please people. I got tired. I got fed up with that a long time ago trying to please folk. Because you can't please people. They're going to think about, about you bad and good. And guess what? It's, you can't please people. And the most high is not going to judge you based on what people do or say toward you. He's going to deal with you based on you. Your own, you being accountable. You being obedient. You walking in righteousness. You living a codex life. Not brother whoop de whoop. But you yourself personally. So quit saying, y'all knows my heart. Your heart is deceitful. It says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can, who, who can know it? Mm -hmm. Verse 10 says this, I, Yahuwah, search the heart and I try to reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doing. So when you don't want to give up and, 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 and seek Yah and deny your own self-interest and so you, so you can obtain uh, obtain. This, this, this treasure in this field, then guess what? He's going to deal with you according to what you, the decision that you make. So, what kind of decision you going to make now? I pray my words are able to help you think about what y'all is saying. Or I pray that y'all's words through me are able to help you think about what he's saying to you.
Verse 17 says, as it is written, I have made thee a father. Romans 4, 17 says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even Elohim who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. Who against hope? He believed in hope. That he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Isaiah, read verse 19 uh, until I tell you to, 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 to 25 with a zeal. <clears throat> and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. Say what? And being weak and not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. And being not weak in his faith, he considered not his own body now dead. Go ahead. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Push pause. So now, wait a minute. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. That means he wasn't caring about being impotent. He wasn't caring about Sarah not being able to have babies. All he was caring about is what Yah said. Yeah, I know last time I messed up, hey God, you know, that happened. This man, we had to put them out. You know, all this and that, whatever. But you know what? Not this time. Yeah, I know that I can't do nothing. We've been just holding hands for years, and, and she can't have no children, and she passed that age. But I don't care about none of that no more. I don't care about them calling me a fool. I don't care about them making fun of me. None of that. I'm going to obey Yah, and I'm going to do his will. I'm willing to make myself look foolish. I'm willing for my friends to walk out on me. I'm willing to give all things up to obtain this kingdom. You know, one thing I've seen that, uh, uh, from, from Abraham and Sarah to, and how Yah moves is that when, when, when Abraham decided to obey Yah, when you look at Genesis 18, it says, and you and Yahuwah appeared before Abram under the tree of memory, Abraham tree of memory. He began to talk to him. He asked him where Sarah was at. And this time he spoke to her heart through Abraham. He told Abraham, she's going to have a kid, but this time next year when I come back, she's going to have a son. It says Sarah laughed within herself. She was in a tent. The Most High asked Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? She never came out, but her and Yah had a whole conversation through Abraham because he was telling her, he was speaking to her, her heart while she was inside the tent. And so what I'm saying is that when you walk in faith, when you walk in obedience, the Most High will make them believe who need to believe as long as you're walking in truth. Oh, they will yeah. stop believing what you got going on when you start compromising. You know what we get afraid to do? We're afraid to lose stuff. We walk around in the fear of failure. I don't want to fall. I don't want to drop it. I don't want to lose. Sometimes you're going to drop it. Sometimes you're going to fall. Sometimes you're going to lose out. It don't mean that you lost because guess what? He'll keep you from falling at times and a just man falls seven times anyway. Mm. But see, our problem is we don't want to lose. Right. Might have to. You may have to in this walk. Mm -hmm. You got to lose people, lose friends, lose places, and lose things in order to obtain this kingdom. You got to be willing to sell out for this kingdom. Sell out. Sell all that you have and possess this kingdom. You got to be willing to give it all up so that you can have it all. So now verse 19 says this. Read it with a zeal again. And being not weak in faith. Being not what? Not weak in faith. Being not weak in an active, obedient response to the word of Yah. 
He considered not his own body now dead. He wasn't keeping how he was looking, how he was how he was doing nothing but walking around with a a, 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 a pallbearer. He walked around holding something dead, wasn't working no more. But guess what? He didn't care no more because life finna come on into it. Go ahead. When he was about 100 years old, mm -hmm. neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Okay, 20. He staggered not at the promise of his well, well, belief. He, 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 so he didn't fall back. He didn't stagger like a drunk man. Right. He staggered not at the promise of y'all through unbelief. But who what? But was strong in faith, giving esteem to y'all. So he didn't stagger at the promise of y'all through unbelief. He did not allow what it was looking like to affect him. He did not allow what it was looking like to stop him. But he was still giving y'all esteem. He was still praising y'all. He was still giving, raising his hands up. He was still worshiping. Why? Because he knew that what the word that was spoken over his life was going to come to pass. So he was willing to give everything up to have it all. Mm. Yeah, you got to pay attention to that. Go ahead, son. And being fully persuaded. Oh, that he was halfway persuaded. Fully persuaded. Three-fifths persuaded. Fully persuaded. A quarter of it was persuaded. Fully persuaded. He was fully persuaded that what? That what he had promised. Mm -hmm. He was able to also perform. He was fully persuaded the way y'all had promised. He was able to also perform. And what? And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. What was? Him being put fully persuaded. Him believing that this kingdom, that this Elohim, that, 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 that following him, obeying his word, had enough power, mm -hmm. uh, 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 enough authority, and, 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 and enough strength to take care of him. So he was willing to trust him. He was willing to give it all up. See, the thing about the young rich ruler, we're reading a second, the, the young rich ruler, when, when he walked away grieved, Messiah turned around and said, you know what? It's easy for a rich man. Excuse me. It's easy for a camel. Go through a live a needle before a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. It, it, it blew the mind of his Talmudine. Whoa, wait a minute, huh? Who can? Who can be saved then? What's the, the question? Right. He said, Messiah turns around and tells him this right here. No man has ever left mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. Yeah. You know, for me. <clears throat> that I have not given it back to him with persecution. See, the thing about it is, we think following him gives everything up. We're losing out on something. Well, he's going to give you everything back with righteousness. Give you everything back that you need. But we, we, we try to hold on to something. That's why when it comes down to giving, folks don't want to give a tithe. Don't want to become accountable to an assembly. Don't want to give. Say they got bills to pay. Well, I'm going to be transparent today. You need to give your tithe. You need to give. I give anyway. Well, I was off my job for two and a half weeks. I'm not going to have a forward check. I'm still going to type. But my, my bills, are, my needs are still met. My bills are still paid. I ain't got to go borrow no money from nobody. I ain't got to ask anybody to help me. The most high will take care of me. And I believe that. I believe that. Guess what? I could not pay my house note in September because I had COVID-19. And when I, when I called uh, to pay my house note, it was already paid. Yeah, I didn't ask nobody to pay for it. It was already taken care of. You know why? Because the Most High provides. I could have manipulated some folks and try to make them think I need some. Talk to them slanted. You know how people do. But I refuse to allow myself to be like that. I just trust y'all. And so guess what he did for me? He earned my trust. And you know, I, I, I'm not claiming to have big faith. I'm not claiming to have faith the size of a house. 
but I am clear to be an honest man. And at times, I'm just like the man, the father in Mark 9. When I'm struggling with my belief because of what I'm seeing, when I'm struggling with my belief because of how I feel, I learn how to humble myself under the mighty hands of Yah and tell him where I'm at. So I say, Yah, I, I believe, but help my unbelief. I'm struggling. I want to believe because I heard it. I'm struggling because I want to believe because they said it. But my son, while you're talking to me, is having a seizure while we conversate. Yahushua is trying to work with his heart to get the man to be honest. No, I didn't believe. You know, it wasn't Tamadine's fault. It wasn't Yahushua's fault. It was the man's fault. The man didn't believe they could heal his son. So guess what? Yahushua had to put him in a position you're going to believe or he's going to die. And sometimes <laughs> that's how our life is. We're going to believe y'all or we're going to perish. We're going to be willing to give things up or we're going to perish. Look, look, look here. You can keep your house, keep your land, keep all your stuff, but understand the risk that you may not be able to obtain the kingdom or you can give all that stuff up and obtain the kingdom. Mm. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Come on, son. Hallelujah. Uh, verse what, 22? 23, go ahead. Now, it was not written for his sake alone mm -hmm. that it was imputed to him, mm -hmm. but for us also. Mm. For who? But for us also. For us. Who is us? Us right now today. Yashara. Yashara. The believers. Yes, sir. Those who got to come to the promise. Yes, Abraham's faith should boost our faith. Right. So what, what, what was written and said about Abraham was not for his sake alone, but for us also, huh? Right. Go ahead. To whom it shall be imputed uh -oh. if... We believe on him that raised up Yahushua, our master, from the dead. If we believe on who? Our master, on him. him. On Yahuwah. Who raised up Yahushua from where? Our master from the dead. Right. Mm -hmm. We got to believe on Yah. Yeah. Who raised up Yahushua. Mm -hmm. Right. See, the overall goal, you all, is for us to be reconciled back to Yah. To and it's done through the Messiah. Yeah. So if you want to receive this kingdom, you got to acknowledge that. And you got to give everything you got up for it. Go ahead, son. Yahushua, our Messiah, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. justification. Hallelujah. Let's go to Hebrews uh, 11. And we're going to get ready to end. Because see, the thing about this kingdom, it takes faith. It takes faith. It don't, it, it, it don't, it, it don't take no damn. See, you, you, you know what? You know what? What? Uh, what, what gets me, some people think you can, they say, you, they say, you know, you can praise your way through. No, you can't praise your way through. You can pray, you, you can have faith. And so when you praise it, you're praising by faith. You ain't praising by, oh, I'm going to dance and shout and I'm crying and it ain't working. <laughs> no, you won't still, when you get finished, you're going to still be miserable. You're going to still be losing and you're going to still be out because you're dancing and shout to nothing. But when you have faith, you are dancing, you are shouting because you believe Yah. Hallelujah. And you don't let fear get the best of you. You speak in the face of fear. You speak in the face of adversity. And you speak with boldness. Yeah. You lift up your voice like a trumpet. You give y'all praise. You give him a worship. You believe him. So when you're praising your way through, you are praising your way through because you have faith in y'all. It's all about faith. You got to be willing to take that opportunity. Be willing to take that chance to let things go, to let people go, to let them, uh, 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 we got uh, uh, one more book, to let them put you down. You have to be willing to give everything up for this pearl of a great price. Then you know, th 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 the thing is, the man saw the pearl, the merchant man saw the pearl. He didn't probably know the value of the pearl, never had it appraised, but he understood this is a, a valuable pearl. Let me go just buy this field. Why? Because there may be something else in this field. 
Maybe it's more person in this field. This is a pearl of a great price. This is a woo. Man, if, if, if I obtain this field, I can find more pearls, and I'm going to have more than what I had. Mm. But I got to be willing to give everything up first. Yeah. But the problem is, we can't see that. See, see, you know what? I want to I, I wanna tell the most, I, I want to tell all of you all who, um, who walk walking by faith, who are under the feast days, you have businesses, you have a job, you close your, 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 your businesses, you stop working on the Shabbat, the feast days, most high going to bless you. What you're doing is not stupid. What you're doing is faith because you realize it's not the people who can come in and bring the money, but it's y'all who sustains. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, I had had that same stand on my job. No, no, no. I'm, I'm willing for you to let me go. I'm going to obey y'all. You know what? It may have looked crazy. It may have made no sense. But the most high will work out for you when you stand in faith. Uh, Hebrews 11 and 5, I'm skipping 8, says this. Read out loud, son. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whether he went. By faith, Abraham, when he was called out to go into a place which he should after receive inheritance. So when you go to this place, then I'm going to give you something. Right. I ain't going to give it to you okay. while you're here. Yeah. You got to believe I'm going to give it to you. Mm. You ain't never seen it. You ain't never been there. But you got to believe me. So it, said, it, it, it says that by faith, Abraham, when he was called out uh, 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 to, to go into a place, which he should after receive an inheritance, he obeyed. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. Most folks say this ain't no knock. Most folks say here, I've been here all my life. I'm using this all my life. I can't, no, no, no. You got to get at the norm. You got to get past what you used to. You got to get past what, you, what you've been seeing. You got to get past you. And you got to obey Yah. Verse 19, read, 9, read. By faith, uh -huh. he sojourned in the land of promise, mm. as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with uh, Yisach, and Yaakov, the heirs with him of the same promise. So by faith, he's by faith, by his trust in what Yah said, he sojourned in the land of promise. He went to a land that was his before it was his. As in a strange country. A strange country. Mm -hmm. It could not happen to him because it was his. Right. And they were dwelling in tabernacles with his son and his grandson. <laughs> the heirs with him of the same promise. See, he produced. See, let me tell you something that's amazing. See, by, by, by faith, uh, uh, verse 8, when he was called out, shows the production in, 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 uh, in, 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 in verse 9. Faith produced Isaac. <laughs> uh, faith produced Isaac, and, and Isaac had Yaquab, and all of them are answered the same promise. By faith. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is Yah. Verse 11, read it. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed mm. and was delivered of a child when she was past age mm. because she judged him faithful who had promised. So by faith, Sarah herself received strength. That means she wasn't going to die during childbirth. Mm. That means that her, her womb came to life. That means that mean everything started working right like it's supposed to because she judged y'all faithful. She knew he was faithful. You know what? You, 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 you know what made her know he was faithful? Because he spoke to her heart. Most I speaking to y'all's heart and y'all ain't obeying. You say, yeah, I don't know. I think he is now. Speak to your heart, you ain't obeying. Just like Nathaniel. When Philip saw Nathaniel under the tree in John 1, he told him, look here. Uh, uh, he said, he, he, he saw him. He said, come see the Mashiach. Nathaniel said, anything good. 
you know, come out, come out of Nazareth. And when Yahushua saw Nathaniel, he said, Nathaniel, truth is right indeed, in whom there is no gal. He said, well, how do you know me? You don't know me, do you? How do you know me? He said, before Philip found you under the tree, I saw you. He called him his, his master and his, 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 his mighty one. Why? Because he spoke to his heart. He spoke to him and let him know. He saw him in the place. He understood his, how he was that nobody else knew. And it made him believe. And the most high is speaking to many of y'all's heart right now. Because God let you know he know where you are. He sees you. And here you are vacillating. No, you got to stop vacillating. If he's speaking to you, you obey him. You trust in him. You will receive the promise he spoke over your life. But it's only done by faith. You you got to be willing to give these things up that's holding you back from buying this field. You got to be able to hold on to it, though. Therefore, uh, I'm going to read verse 12 real quick. Uh, therefore, sprang, uh, uh, therefore, sprang there even uh, even uh, of, of one, and him as good as dead, so, so many as the stars of the sky, and multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore, innumerable. Now, look here. I want you all to understand something. Verse 13. And then we're going to go back uh, to Abraham. But verse 13, listen to this. These all died in faith. Not having received the promises. But having seen them afar off. And were persuaded of them and embraced them. And confessed that they were strangers and periods on the earth. They die without seeing everything that Yah has said. Mm -hmm. Abraham didn't see no whole bunch of nations. Right. All he saw was Isaac. Yeah. But he believed. Mm -hmm. Isaac didn't see a whole bunch of nations. All he saw was 12 grandsons. But he believed. Yaquah, when he went down to uh to, to, to Mizraim, 70 souls went with him. He didn't see no whole nation. But he believed. But guess what? Hindsight is 2020. It's a whole nation. Of Yashara. 12, 12, 12 tribes. Mm. Based on the promise. Yah's word is true. They, they died without sinning. Here we is about to lose our mind. Have fits. And give in. And throw in a white towel. Because we having a trial. Don't nobody like us. Everybody leaving us alone. They just quit calling us. They don't want to see you no more. Man, you better rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Why? Because daughters and light have no fellowship. Praise Yah, he removed that darkness from off your life so you can see his truth. Yes, hallelujah. So, so verse, uh, verse 14 says this, for they, say, for they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. What is it? They, 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 they're seeking something that Yah had promised them. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from which they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. So, ooh, did y'all see that? Did y'all hear that? If they would have been mindful of the country, if they would have been thinking about and mindful of the place they had come from, then they went back to it. So when you come from that place that y'all has brought you out of, you stay from there. Get that place off your mind. Get them people off your mind. Get that stuff off your mind so that you can stay the course. Uh, verse 16 says this, but now they desire a better country. There is a heavenly, wherefore Elohim is not ashamed to be called their Elohim, for he hath prepared for them a city. So look here, y'all, by faith, Abraham, when he was tried, he offered up Isaac. And, the, and, and, and he that had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. 
accounting that Elohim was able to raise him up even from the dead from whence also he received him in the figure. So what I'm telling you is that he was he ready to kill Isaac because he believed Yah could raise him up. He was not in his mind vacillating. He wasn't going back and forth. He wasn't trying to figure out how to get out of it. He was willing to do what Yah had said because Yah had made him a promise that the seed got to come through Isaac. So if I kill Isaac, you got to raise him back up. You all got to have that same, that same mentality that the Most High would do for you if you kill off the very same thing that you think is precious, he would raise it back up if he promised it to you. Because guess what? Isaac was Abraham, Abraham's all that he had. Isaac was, Ab was Abraham's great possession. Isaac was the only son Abraham had by Sarah. He was the only one and the promise come through him. So if I give him up, he got to raise him up. So what I'm trying to tell you, when it seems impossible, when the odds are set against you, if y'all said it, you still do it, you still obey in spite of how it looks. If you are passionate in assembly in your house, if you got to do it in your garage, if y'all said do it, you better obey y'all. He will bring the provision. Yeah, folks will walk away from you. They'll laugh at you. They'll insult you. They'll ridicule you. They'll make fun of you. You still obey without holding the grudge against those folks. You still obey praying for them. You still obey loving them. Why? Because the most high get vengeance. But what you need to do is be willing to give everything up to possess this field. Right. And if you do that, most high will move for you. He'll make ways for you. He'll open doors for you. Hallelujah. I want to tell y'all something. The devil be lying to folks. Yeah. You know, folks folk going through, um, folks folk, folk, folk going through because um, trials they have. But Yahushua says in Matthew 5, uh, verse 3, he says, Blessed are the poor in the Ruach, in the spirit. You blessed, for yours is the kingdom of, of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn. Well, you shall be comforted. So if you're mourning, don't mean it's rough for you. If you're mourning, don't mean it's, it's hopeless. If you're mourning, it means you're blessed. Folks trying to attack you. You're going through things. Here you are mourning, you're blessed. You need to shout in there. Hallelujah. If you are meek and they're trying to get at you, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. This belongs to you. Blessed are they, if you want to seek the kingdom of God, and you're crying to them, you're starving for them, you're hungry. The word says, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst, after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You guess what? When, 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 when someone has hurt you, and, but, but, but you need to give them mercy, go ahead and give them mercy. Why? Because the Bible says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And keep your heart pure. Don't be deceptive. Don't have guile in your heart, but have an open and an honest heart. Because the word says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall be called the sons of Yah. Blessed are the peacemakers, not, 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 not the chaos makers, the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of Yah. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of Yah. So blessed are you. No longer from this point on walk around with your head down. Walk around all mad and disgusted because you're going through. You're blessed. You keep on holding on. This is done by faith. Blessed are you. When men shall revile you and persecute you. And shall say, all manner even against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in the heaven, for so 
persecuted the prophets which are before you. You got to remember something. You are the salt of the earth. You have flavor. You have taste. You are allowed the light of the world. Don't allow the adversary to come steal from you, step out your light, take your flavor from you, and have you looking like oops upside the head. Let your light shine before men so they can see y'all. Go sell all you have. Give up everything you, that, that y'all tells you to give up for his kingdom. Trust in y'all. Even if you are in a new place, even if it's unfamiliar territory, even if it don't look the same anymore. If y'all told you to do it, you do it. He said, go, you go. You obey y'all. Sell all that you have. Do not walk over with your head down sorrowful because you couldn't give it up. Just give it up and take the opportunity to trust him. He'll move in your life. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. So Almighty y'all, we thank you for your compassion. We thank you, Almighty y'all, for your loving kindness. And we thank you, Almighty Yah, for your goodness. I pray and ask you, Almighty Yah, please forgive all of us for our unrighteousness and our sins. And I'm asking you, please help all of us get to that place, Almighty Yah, to sell all we have to buy that field, to give everything up to obtain what you have for us, to obtain your kingdom, to obtain your field, to obtain you. Show us the right perspective. Give us understanding. Give us wisdom. Give us fortitude. Give us boldness. Teach us how to pray to you, how to worship you, how to seek you and not get weary in doing well, not stop, but to have faith that if we obey what you say, do what you say do, that we can obtain what you say we can obtain. Help all of us to have the faith of Abraham. Help all of us to be able to look up to Yahushua, who's the initiator and the ender of our faith. We thank you, Almighty, and we baruch your Kodesh name. In the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. So praise Yah. So um, hallelujah. So we're gonna get Pastor Cameron to come and um, <clears throat> she's gonna come and give us announcements um, that you all know we have going on in the Hob Love Ministry. And um, so we, we love everyone. We pray praise Yah for you all, and we um, just um, we thank you all for um, joining. You know, and, and watching watching the video. We pray that uh, watch watching the live stream. We pray that the Most High would convict some of you all, convicted you all, and just you know gave you a boost of strength to be obedient to him, to walk in his ways, to live for him. So praise y'all. Hallelujah, Pastor Karen. Hallelujah. Is she is again looking good? <laughs> praise y'all. You funny. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. What a uh, powerful word that we just, you know, heard. And I don't want to get started back up because I already know how it is. When I, because I myself ate good and I identified with this totally, you know, what am I willing to give up? I got some work to do. So with that being said, if you joined in late, joined in in the beginning, had some other things to do, or if you listened to it throughout its entirety, you can listen to it again on every social media platform we have from Facebook Live to uh, YouTube. Also, Spotify, Spotify Google Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on and on. Radio. Yes, um, you can you can hear it again. Is my point because a message like this needs to be heard again. You know, when we're fed, when y'all is uh, you know giving us his message, and we're working our ground, he's working our ground. It just don't come to pass that first time. We have to re-listen, re-read, study, and dig. A, uh, uh, hallelujah, could I get an amen? And I know yeah. we got many today because this yeah. word was fire. Hallelujah. We, I believe that Abba was pleased. Um, and with that being said, you all learn to pray. 
Learn to pray. Pray. Get a prayer life. Stop settling for being a public success and a private failure. You know, saving face. You got it all together when you're around a whole lot of people, but when you by yourself, you don't know where to begin. It is in our alone time does the master do perfect work. He begins to show us ourselves. And with this message today, I know <coughs> somebody is going to be helped. That's a self-reflecting. Our possessions, we're not willing to give it up. Never seen it from that perspective, but this is a good series. Tune in and listen to it again. All right. Now, we have just, uh, it's hard to move on when y'all be moving like that, but I'm going to give these announcements. Okay, so on uh, yesterday, we were <coughs> able to celebrate the Feast of Trumpets or Yom Teruah. Hallelujah. And it was an absolute blessing as we were together with our uh, family we fellowship with from the north. Hallelujah. Down in the south. And it was just a total blessing. We are thankful for y'all and to be able to rejoice in this time that he's given us. For our feast directs us, you know, to where we need to be. And we're coming up on Sukkot. Hallelujah, which we're going up to the north, being with uh, Bethel, hallelujah, House of Yah in the Bronx, New York, uh, where Pastor Jonathan Mickens and Lady Cabby uh, lead that assembly, along with many other great brothers and sisters. We will have um, Shining Light, House of Yah from North Carolina, hallelujah, where uh, Prophetess Deborah Hoskins and uh, Uncle David, so it's aunt and uncle <laughs> Hoskins lead help lead that assembly and the Ark of the Covenant, where um, uh, Elder Robinson, Hallelujah, and Lady Denise or Elder E. J. Robinson and Lady Denise uh, Robinson lead that congregation, which I call them my mom and dad. So I love them dearly. If you all want any information on how you can tune in. Because all this will take place October the 21st through uh, October the 30th. So with that being said, if you can, you want to go, uh, leave a message, contact us. We'll get you the information. Or you can tune in and we will uh, walk you along the way, try to be live so you all can experience what we're going to experience uh, when we're up, you know, going forth in Sukkot. And gathering as the Father has commanded us together. Take this journey. And we are practicing, hallelujah, for a real moment that's going to take place. So with that being said, we're preparing for Sukkot. Totally excited. Uh, as I've repeated, or as I said before, and repeating again, contact us if you want information about it. You can uh, send a messenger. we got email. There is a phone number on the actual website that you can reach us on. Hallelujah. We hope to see you on next Shabbat. We hope to see you on next Shabbat to join us with this power pack word that the Father has been, you know, speaking to us. I mean, really changing our paradigm shift and challenging us. Lastly, if you would like to give, we have in the comment section, if you are on Facebook Live, also on our website, uh, the different places uh, that we have where you can give we have the cash app the square um and also the paypal so praise y'all 
and we are we are looking forward to seeing more of you hearing from more of you uh and sharing with more of you remember this if we're not willing to give it up to have it all what's what's the point of living here especially if we're named believers of hamashiach our whole goal is to seek ye his kingdom first and all these other things should be added so why not give it up we'll see you next shabbat join us now and tell somebody share the video shabbat shalom